Welcome back, everybody, to the 19th episode of the Kicker's Corner podcast. On this edition, I have uh, Mike Rivers from Troy University. He's been talking about his experience in high school, what that was like, uh, transferring and winning a couple HBCU championships and uh, winning a conference championship at Troy and uh, what his role in those, each of those teams look like and, uh, you know, some of his side hustles and some of the things he's working on on the side to be an overall, overall pretty well-rounded person and a great guy to talk to and have a conversation with. So if you enjoyed this episode, as always, follow me on whatever you're listening to me on. Uh, like it so that I know you liked it, so I can keep making more stuff, and I'm motivated to keep making great episodes. So let's get into it. Welcome, everybody, to the 19th episode of the Kicker's Corner podcast. Uh, this afternoon, I have Michael Rivers from Troy University here. So normally what I start off with, uh, tell me about your kicking experience in high school yeah so um man high school um trying to figure out where to start uh high school freshman year um you know I played JV um it was somebody above me he was a soccer player he could kick it pretty far so I had to play JV my freshman year and then uh, I transferred to North Brunswick High School after that, after my uh, my freshman year. And in the next three years, I played varsity. Um, I think my last year, I got first team all area, first team all conference for uh, for kicker and punter. So um, I got two accolades for that. Um, coming out of high school, I wasn't really recruited as much. I didn't really... Um, do the ranking camps and stars and all that. So I wasn't really known much, but I'd say in North Carolina, um, I had a lot of interest in North Carolina schools. That's where I grew up at, North Carolina. Um, I only had one real uh, full ride offer out of North Carolina A&T. And uh, that's, that's where I went my first three years. <clears throat> so... I kind of, the more I talk to college guys, the more I kind of realize um, how I didn't think it was very common at first to like not do um, the recruiting stuff. Like when I was first trying to get like seriously recruited, I thought that was like what you did or like it didn't happen. But I think it's interesting the more I talk to college guys and you that you can make it without having to go to these ranking camps or whatever. So if you didn't um, do all the ranking stuff in the stars and the camps, how did you, um, did you do any work to kind of get your name out there or did you kind of just roll? maybe not rely on, but um, figure the coaches in your area would take notice when they saw, like, your all-league and all-area accolades. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I don't even think I was really thinking about recruiting. I was just going with the flow. Like, I wasn't stressing, nothing. I, I don't think it was really a big part in my mind. Um, but schools would come to the high school, and I guess the, the head coach would, you know, say, oh, you need to recruit this kid, this kid. Um, like schools that came were like Western Carolina, UNC, App State, uh, A&T. Um, so that's really how I got my name out. And, uh, with A&T, they said, um, uh, you know, come to the kicking camp, the recruit camp. And, uh, you know, if you do well, you know, we'll offer you. So that's basically what happened. Um, I didn't really have a, a kicking coach either or anything. It was mostly, I was most trained with my dad. So, you know. I knew I was I could play D one level. It's just whether or not like 
what school wanted me, you know? <laughs> yeah, I got you. So um, you said like App State and UNC came to your school and talked to you? Yeah, you know, I don't really remember like exactly what I think they were just saying, like, you know, just talking to them, you know, getting your name out, uh, meeting them, uh, you know, exchanging contact information. I'm pretty sure they were saying, like, come to the camps as well. I don't, I, from what I remember, I don't recall much. I see. So when you were um, kicking out with your, um, how did your dad, or I guess, did your dad kind of have any sort of kicking background that helped coach you up a little bit, or was he just learning along with you? Yeah, he just not run along with me. Um, he knew that I had interest in, you know, kicking and punting, so he would just watch other people, you know. And he would just be like, um, if you see, like, somebody that's older than me, like, you know, just do what he's doing, you know, and learn from them. So it was just like that. He never kicked before in his life. Uh, but he knew I had interest in this, so he, he helped me he helped me out, you know. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah, it's dope you supportive. So mm -hmm. at this point in your career, do you think you're kind of like you're, you have your own style now, or are you still just, you kind of like saw someone and went with what they went with and it worked for you? What do you think? Well, um, recently I went to one-on-one uh, -on -one kicking down in uh, Birmingham. That's usually where I trained with Coach McCabe. And uh, he really like taught me like, the mechanics I say and like how to be efficient and um, how to kick like an NFL punter. Like uh, I say now, um, even before I went to him, I was really consistent and good at direction. And that's basically my focus, like consistency and uh, having good direction and hang, I'm not really like worried about the big ball, stuff like that. And um, I talked to punter. I talked to most like an NFL that I, kind of like looked up to and based my form office agent Cole. He's really cool and consistent punter. Um he's kind of he went through the same process I'm going through now, you know, probably gonna be an undrafted free agent and you know just gonna have to grind. So that's kind of like what I'm basing my uh my form and technique around. I got you, I see. So you know AJ personally? Yes, we've kicked multiple times uh we talk every now and then so how'd you um get into contact with him initially to be honest i met him like 10 years ago i'd say at a camp in atlanta and then you know i was hearing like he was about to go to nc state this when he was in high school still we were both high school uh he was at nc state he was gonna go to nc state you know i watched him watched him grow you know follow each other on social media for years, but we never really like talked or anything. And then, like two two summers ago in Birmingham, that's when we were really like chopped it up and he saw that I had a lot of potential. And uh ever since then we've been talking like like every now and then. Yeah. I think that's what's really I've talked about it before, but I think that's what's really neat about the kicking community as opposed to like um Maybe not other positions because I don't really know because I've only ever been a kicker. But like how yeah. tight knit it is, you feel me? Like you can. Um, I feel like if you're like a wide receiver and you wanted to reach out to like Jay Jettas, he, he probably wouldn't hear anything back. But I feel like you know if you were a kicker, maybe you reach out to an NFL kicker just because of how tight knit everybody is. You might be like, um, 
that uh, chance of communicating might be a little bit higher. So I, I think that's definitely something that's really cool about the kicking community, how close everybody, like everybody knows everybody. It's kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, and when everybody comes together, you know, you kind of got to communicate because you want to learn off of each other. You know, everybody has a different type of style. You can always learn, especially when it comes to kicking up on it, you know. Um, it's less, it seems like a broad, you know, thing to do, but it's really complex. So, you know, really like learning is the best way to get better. So, you know, if you're talking to people who are doing it, you know, that's the best way to learn. Yeah, for sure. So when you went down to Birmingham, how you said he kind of taught you how to teach or not taught you how to like get more similar NFL style. How different was that from what you were already doing? Um, I'd say the drills were really good. Um, and they break down your film. Like we film a lot. So we they like to break down your film, um, type like small steps. Um, he taught me like how to do a little, um, uh, like a pitter patter with catching it, like a kickstart, you know. Um, you don't see a lot of NFL punters like three stepping, they'll like do a kickstart. Um, I'd say, like, he taught me how to like be much more consistent as well. Um, as well as the mental aspect, you know, it's more than just kicking. You know, he likes to motivate you. And uh, when he brings you around, you know, an NFL punters no other company does that you know like uh in the summertime there's 20 20 to 30 nfl specialists out there at a time so you can see where you're at um like how, how you're competing against everybody and uh you know when you see that you get better if you're out there you know not competing with those guys hanging you're like man you know i gotta get better so you know that's that's a big thing that i uh that I got from one-on-one -on -one, being around people who are better than me and, uh, you know, trying to close that gap. Definitely. So I know um, in at Troy, and I guess I don't really know much about time at A&T, but did you feel that kind of competition? Well, maybe not that level of competition, but do you think you were pushed uh, in a similar way at Troy and at A&T? Uh, I'd say the coaches know – know what they're doing but it's less um you know they don't really know as much as you know a punting coach would know about their player you know like special teams they got to focus on everybody like the special teams coach um i did have a punting coach at ant um so whenever i uh you know went to birmingham and train i would come back and tell him his name was uh, coach dom i would come back and tell him you know certain things that i've been working on and he would help me out, film me. You know, every day we, we took every day really serious at ANT Troy as well. I didn't really have a punting coach at Troy. It was mostly myself and I'm a cave, so he was down the road. So yeah, it was um you know, it's just whatever work you put in is what you're gonna put out, you know. So that's kinda how I look at it. I got you. I think it's kinda um the more people I talk to it's interesting how still even like in the day we're at where kickers are getting even better specialists in general get even better and it's becoming even more important to have um good specialists I still think it's kind of strange how like even power five d1 or just d1 teams in general maybe don't have like at least a graduate assistant or like a analyst oh. just for the specialists 
yeah, I, I don't think they just don't take it as serious, you know. Um, I'd say with the Power Five schools, like especially like ACC, SEC, they're focused on their offense and defense, scoring. You know, the punting game, the, I'd say the punting game with Troy this year was really big, special teams in general. But um, I just don't think it's a big focus for them. So yeah. it's unfortunate, but it is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I was doing some research, and I think I saw earlier this season you had uh, – what was his name? Um, you had a guy go uh, two-time – uh, conference player of the week on defense and then a guy on offense and then you. So was anything different about those couple of weeks that you just had like the juice flowing throughout the team or did, were you just doing your thing? I mean, I think I could have got that <laughs> a couple of weeks. It's just um, everybody on the team is a dog, you know, like it, we won our conference. The coaches knew how to recruit us. They knew how to do plays with us. And everything just worked out perfectly, you know, with Troy. Um, that's all I could say about that. Say <laughs> for sure. So when you were um you graduated from AT, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back so in did, uh, December. Okay, yeah. So did you have any other school were you looking to transfer and keep playing football or was that something that kind of just happened? Oh yeah, I wanted to play FBS football. Um that was my goal, you know, grad transfer. Um, I, I don't think my junior year went as as planned. I think it went a little better, so I didn't get many offers. But I got Troy, and I committed, you know, a couple of days before the spring or uh, summer summer workouts. And uh, you know, I'm really fortunate to have Troy, you know. Real grateful to have him. So how'd that rec- rec- excuse me, recruiting process look um, compared to, like, when you were trying? Well, I guess you said you weren't really trying to, but when you were going from high school to college, uh, how yeah 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 uh, so i'd say like twitter is really big now um i was posting a lot on twitter and really i'm gonna be honest like i just got my my offer from troy off connections alone like i knew a punter who played at troy he played at west virginia his senior year tyler sumter he put in a word to the head coach was like you need to offer these kids like immediately and like a week later i got an offer from them and I had another a couple other uh, people put in good words for me, um, other punting coaches. So uh, you know, it's all about like who you know and having good reputation as well. You know, if, if you don't have a good face card, you know, certain things won't happen. So you know, you gotta make sure you're a good person on and off the field as well, not just you know on the field. Definitely. Yeah, I. That's p- one thing I've kind of gleaned as I've continued to do these episodes is kind of started to understand the importance of like not even just in football but like connections in the world in general. Like mm-hmm. you can be. I had um, oh gosh, there was a friend of mine who had a coach at like North Dakota, and he was he yeah. was okay, but I mean he got to North Dakota because he knew that coach. That's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah, exactly. It's all about who you know. Mm-hmm. So when you went from North Carolina to Alabama, I mean, it's south of the south, but did you notice any, like, um, or not notice, but did you have to do any adjustment between going from North Carolina to Alabama as far as, like, the area? Yeah, this is this the exact same. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, nothing, nothing different. It's uh, a little bit more hot. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So 
I saw your long of the season was 56. Do you remember hitting that ball? Yeah, it was actually uh, not that good. <laughs> it wasn't? But, um, no, um, I think it rolled, like, another 16 yards. Um, but, hey, things work out how they work out. So, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, mm -hmm. um, what was the – would you say the loudest stadium you played in this past season? Loudest? Uh, I'd say, like, the rowdiest was South Alabama since that was our rivals. Um, but I love playing against, you know, hostile environments. You know, it makes you lock in and just, you know, you're in the moment. So, um, I'd say uh, South Alabama was a good one. Um Probably Ole Miss as well. It was a big crowd. Every time they scored, they get pretty loud. Um, yeah, those those two games, I'd say, pretty cool. I see. So, obviously, I guess by that point, you're used to it. But you talked about the mental side earlier. But do you have any sort of, like, superstitious thing you do to walk in before the game? Or you're just, like, you're always there? I think everything I do is, like, I take superstitious. <laughs> but, um. I, uh, you just got to go out there and mentally be ready. You know, when you're in practice, you got to mentally, like, prepare like you're in the game. So, you know, when you're out there, you're ready. You're not shocked, you know, nervous or in the moment. No, it's, you're in the moment. I've heard from other guys that practice in college is, is uh, sometimes harder than the games. Did you have that same experience? Nah, I'd say I got better every week. Um, nah, I was, I was trying to get better every time I touched the field. You know, attention to detail with everything. So, I, I, I can't say that now. So you think that attitude of you were just trying to get better every week is what did it for you, and that's why you're able to get better? Yeah, because um, you know, I, I, I'm pretty hard on myself. I, I, I set goals that I seem like impossible to reach. But um, and it makes it makes me feel bad when I don't hit it. But when I look back, it's kind of like, damn, I kind of actually did really good, you know, this season. So, yeah, that's kind of how I think. Mm -hmm. When you got to Troy, did you have to win a spot in the spring, or did you kind of just uh, walk into one? Yeah. So, um, another coach brought in two guys, me, uh, me, and another punter, Nick. I uh, said, you know, best man wins during. I, I I went in we both came in summer summer workouts so I said you know uh whoever is the best during camp gets the scholarship you know gets the starting spot so uh, yeah that's how that went I see so as far as special teams goes what kind of drill well besides running like your formations and stuff what kind of drills did you do in practice uh, like me specifically yeah mm -hmm. man well, I did more stuff outside of practice. I mean, I would spend hours a day in the facility doing drills, recovering, you know, and taking naps. You know, that was a big thing, too. Um, and then during practice, it was just easy because I was doing it all the time outside of practice. So the practice was the easy part, I'd say. You know, I do my drills, kick, and I'm done. You know, I'll do more, more drills, like my drops steps um, but um, yeah that's really it uh, I got you so um, 
as you're trying to, you're going through this uh, draft process, um, what do you think, in your in your opinion, um, is going to separate you from the other punters teams might be looking at? Um, I'd say like my directionally, like my direction is like like top of you know top of the list. I'd say I'm the best directional punter this in this draft. Um, I have a lot of potential. I've shown great things. I've put complete games together um, a couple times. I'd say I had two or three complete perfect games, I'd say. Um, yeah, that's 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 kind of what I've been uh, thinking about. Because, you know, even by myself, I think, like, what separates me? I'd say it's those things right there. And uh, my work ethic. Uh, I'd say, like, I'm the hardest working person on a team. I'm not going to let anybody else out working. So that's kind of what I I uh, have in my head all the time. <clears throat> yeah, I definitely think, I mean, obviously I haven't been through it myself, but I can imagine that's definitely one of the um, harder things to do because, you know, like, kickers and specialists on, like, NFL teams, they aren't super big, like, personalities or anything. So sometimes it's hard to um, find an identity, you know. So that's yeah. good for you. You have that figured out already for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh, shoot. Good. Take your time. Okay. So, um, what do you think it can be going through high school, college was like the most um like weird or like stupidest advice you've been given like on technique or like form or like you were just like what like what are you talking about <laughs> man i don't know um i'll be honest usually if like somebody tells me what to do if it's not like my punny coach it just goes in one ear and out the other because like, <laughs> i'm not listening to you you know yeah <laughs> I'm not, I'm not paying attention to what you got to say. You don't know. <laughs> so I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, you ask a kicker, like, what a perfect ball is, and they, I mean, that's pretty universal, like one that, you know, gets over the line, plenty of height right down the middle. So yeah. as a punter, what do you think, or what is a perfect ball for you? Uh. 45 yards, 4.5 seconds outside the numbers for your cop. Or sideline, or two yards out of bounds. That's a perfect punt. Right? If you do that, your coach is giving you a high five every time, you know. But um, if you're kicking the ball 50 yards down the middle and getting 20-yard return, that's kind of scary, you know. When he catches that ball, it's like, uh-oh, what's he going to do? So I say that. So how did you develop your ability to directionally punt so well? Um. I think Coach McCabe. <laughs> so when I first went to him, like I said, when I kicked with the pros the first time ever, I kind of opened my eyes because I didn't do so well or kind of like, okay, um, I got to get better, you know? So we do we do a point system, 45, 4, 5 outside of numbers. We do the point every time. Uh, I think I had like the least amount of points the first time. So I was kind of like, okay, well, got to work harder. 45, 4, 5, when you do that in the game, no return, fair catch every time. So it works, you know, 
and every time I keep the ball down the middle, you know, you don't know what what to expect. The fair caught, return, anything. So I got you. Yeah, it's just uh, over repetition and uh, just trying. You know, you got to keep working hard. That's all I can say. <laughs> What's your Australian game right like? Or like, do you have any haunts that like? And you know, obviously you got your spiral. Do you have any? Um, you know, like tricks up your sleeve. You trying to share? Nah, I mean, I'm just a traditional guy. You know, mm. hit the banana ball. <laughs> mm. banana I'm ball. trying to figure that one out right now. The banana one. Mm -hmm. You gotta have like a big foot. I heard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta have like the bigger foot. But it's kind of like you just drop it this way, like sideways. Mm -hmm. You just kick the middle. Yeah, you, know, you can't think about like trying to slice it. Just kick straight through it. Curves, boom, like that. But other than that, I just stick to the, you know, my ball. You know, I just try to hit my ball every time. That's that's the goal every time when I kick. You know, nothing crazy. Just try to be the best version of me. Yeah, so if you could go back to whether it's high school or when you were at A and T, and give yourself any advice, whether it's about kicking or just uh, school, what do you think you'd tell yourself? Um, you know, keep working hard. Um, I used to always say, you know, I don't want to look back and be like, you know, regret not working hard enough, you know, because, you know, I could have came to Troy and not started, uh, lost my spot, anything. So, um, that was always a big thing I always said to myself, like, just don't have any regrets, you know. And you don't have any? Nah. All right. Nope. I worked as hard as I could, you know, <laughs> with what I had. So. so right now, um, what would you say is the thing, whether it's one part of a mechanic or whatever, that you think you have to improve on the most? I'd say like my body. Um, uh, I can hit a good ball, you know, consistent every time, but I can hit a big ball if I get my body through the ball. Um, a lot of punters you see, sometimes me, we just kick with our hip flexor and I, you know, you know, our quad, just quad kicking, you know. But use your body and get everything into it. You hit sixty yard bombs every time. <laughs> so I think that's that's something I I can improve on. You know, I, I get it every now and then. You know, I'll get those the good balls, but I need to be more consistent with it. I'd say. <laughs> I got you. Mm -hmm. So, me personally, I hope my coach, my college coach, doesn't watch this, but. I uh, it's cold. It's it was cold up here in, for a while in Ohio, um. So I didn't get get much work in. So I'm trying to get back into the swing of things, and I'm kind of yeah. struggling with my hang times right now. I'm sitting around like, like three eight for a decent one, and like four 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 five for a pretty good ball. So mm -hmm. I know you you haven't seen any of my film or anything, but what do you think <laughs> I can do to try to improve my hang time? Yeah, you know, if I'm ever struggling or you know not hitting my ball, I wouldn't say struggling. It's not hitting my ball every time. I go back to the basics. You, know? you hear it even even with people who don't punt. Take short steps, hold it, just swing them through. You know, maybe you're taking long steps. You know, I'd say three to three and a half yards is perfect. Holding the ball as long as you can, and just kicking it. You know, that's that's all you need to do. If you focus on the drop, you know, you're gonna be dropping it. You don't need to drop the ball. You just need to kick it out of your hand. <laughs> 
I got you. I guess I haven't mm -hmm. thought about my steps as much because I was always thinking about trying to get my mold right and get my uh, yep. foot in the right spot on the ball. So yeah, if, if if you're stepping big, you won't hit 50, 55, 60 yard putts. You know, you won't you just this just won't happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I also saw on uh, when you were at ANT, you won the HPCU Natty, right? Yes, twice. So when you came to Troy, you were kind of used to winning. Did you bring along kind of a mentality like that? Or was the team, did you feel like the team, like everybody was in the same headspace you were, where it's like, we all like, we're gunning for a championship. I mean, I didn't know what to expect. It was a brand new coaching staff. At first I thought, you know, well, a lot of people were arguing with each other during practice. I was like, man, like, no chemistry, but I'd, I'd say we had more chemistry here than A&T. Um, everybody got along really well here. I think that's a big part of, you know, being a good team is have everybody getting along. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, no matter what position you are, you know, I can talk to DBs, linemen, everybody. Um, and, you know, I think uh, as well, everybody here, like, worked hard, um, especially, like, during the season, you know, even then after hours before before the time you know i had to lead the um the kickers a little bit more i'd say um you know we we go into the dungeon it's a little workout area it's like a little turf strip you know an hour before practice everybody you know we're going in there stretching doing drills something you know so we can get better so you know I, you. I brought the little winning mentality as well i'd say to the group <laughs> For sure. So you leading the other kickers, do you think that's something that was kind of like you felt like you needed to do or something that, um, well, I guess a coach didn't tell you you need to do it, but is that something you feel like you needed to do because they needed it or um, they kind of just uh, it to you anyway? Both. Well, um, in order for everybody to be good, everybody has to be good. <laughs> you know, can't just – expect greatness and everybody else around you is not doing what they're supposed to. So, um, you know, and the coach as well, I special team coach, he expected greatness out of us. So when I heard that he wanted that, you know, I was like, okay, well, somebody's got to step up. You know, so I pushed, pushed everybody along. And then after that, more people followed suit. And, you know, they started pushing other people. So, you know, you know, all intertwined with each other. For sure, yeah. So I uh I guess this might be a little bit of a weird question, but your worst game at Troy, what did you learn from it? Uh anything could happen, you know. And I was not expecting to have it was against Marshall. Um and not a good game. I don't really know what happened. Um yeah, you know, there's a lot going on. Um game plans, it was new to me, you know. We took special teams more serious, so there's a lot more stuff going on. So I had to uh, adjust. Um, so I think what I learned is anything can happen, and you need to adjust quick. I see. And so did you rebound pretty well from that game? Yeah, I'd say so. You know, it, it affected me, I'd say, like, the next day. But then I was like, okay, you got a whole nine more games. Like, suck it up, you know. So mm -hmm. after that, you know, I was like, this ain't happening again. So, you know, 
So when you were at A&T, um, obviously, I mean, you never want to have a bad game, but did you feel like there was more pressure on you to play well because you were at a bigger school and uh, playing better teams? Where, at A&T or Troy? At Troy. No, I mean, because in the back of my head, I was like, this is where I belong. So yeah. just got to do what you do. Yeah. That's why oh, I transferred here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you majoring in? Or I guess, what is your master's in? Strategic communications. Okay. What kind of career do you want to do with that? Uh, I got my bachelor's in uh, graphic communication systems, uh, like a graphic designer. So I'd say, um, you know, start off, I want to first, if football doesn't work out, I would uh, like to do like graphics for like a college team. It doesn't matter what sport I'd say. I just like doing sports stuff mostly. Um, I like to do, you know, stuff on the side, like cover art as well. Um, and then eventually I'd say hey, I get to more like, more like, maybe like the business side where I run, run uh, like social media pages and uh, tell like the designers what to do. You know, that that's where the master's um, program would come into effect. I got you. So do you want to stay in Alabama or do you want to see something else? Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> and there's not there's not much here. You know, I love it though. I love Alabama, you know, but um I don't like the country as much. I can explore more things. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I get obviously during the season and especially at a D one school it's a full time job, but did you find that you could balance, you know, I guess with a master's a little bit different because you kind of been through it already, but could you balance your degree and your sport pretty well? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest, like, it was easy. Uh, like, it, it was really easy. <laughs> mm. Like, I was I was spending most of my day at the facility. You know, mm. I was online. My master's program was online, fortunately. I, I didn't mm. know, but it was. So it wasn't it wasn't too difficult. I see. Mm. So you, your guys' uh, managers hook you up. You guys get some good gear. Yeah, yeah, I think we had the best in the nation for real. Like every week, we had a different helmet every week. Like, it was never the same thing. And then the jersey combos, like the uni is crazy. Um, great gear, I loved it. You know, the bowl gifts were great. Um, yeah, I, I love uh, love our uh, equipment staff. Shout out to Ian. <laughs> he would get us right. I got you. So, how did that compare to where when you were at AT? Yeah, you know, ANT does HBCU. It's not the, you know, best thing. Uh, I'd say, like, we get the same stuff every year. So, you know, it is what it is. Got to deal with it. I got you. Well, I'm building a, kind of a collection from the guys I interview. So, you know, if you got an extra yeah. towel or something or some gloves lying around, yeah. around you know. Yeah, yeah. I can I'll see take them some. off your hands. Sure. Yeah, I can send you some. For sure. Send me your information. I got you. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, um, oh, I forgot to ask this earlier. I guess I'm going way back. When did you decide you wanted to just punt instead of being like a kickoff guy or kicker? Uh, when I found out it was harder and uh, <laughs> you could get more of a chance to get a scholarship and it's less of us. So that's why. Yeah, I feel you. I kind of, um, I never really. I mean, I guess I under I understood when the big guys talked about being harder and when they explained it, it definitely made a lot more sense. But to me, kicking was always harder. 
Really? Yeah. I, I don't see how. <laughs> I mean, in, I mean, it makes a lot in theory. It it doesn't make sense at all. But I don't know. It's just <laughs> punting. I was always a lot more consistent. Kicking. I would. I could just. I don't know if it was. Co- I didn't know what I was doing or what, but I would just never hit the same ball every time. Really? Yeah, I still haven't figured out kickoffs. I probably probably won't. I mean, I'm working on it, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, kickoffs is tough. Uh, with that, like I said, with punting, you just got to get your body through the ball. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm duck-footed pretty bad, too, so my feet, like, stick out like this. So I'm fighting that all the time. Like, I'll, I'll my last step, I'm trying to figure out how to fix it for – like when I go to punt, it's always like out okay. here. So I'm trying to get that straight. Probably, probably just step along. Step that, forward, it'll yeah. be better. Like I said, I haven't I haven't uh, really touched my steps much in my own time, but yeah. that's definitely something I'll start focusing on for sure. Yeah, um, uh, I had some other articles. Uh, I explained like how uh, like how I got my steps now. I'll put pieces of tape down. And I'll just step on it. And I can't step cross it you step across it and then you're just stepping too long you know simple mm-hmm. as that so um when you're doing your drops you know tape up the floor and you can focus on your drops and your steps at the same time got you i'm, I'm definitely gonna i'll probably tape up my carpet i don't know if my mom will like that or not but yeah. <laughs> nah she won't you gotta you gotta tell her it's part of the process yeah for sure <laughs> yep my thing's about to ding because I don't have premium, so I can only do meetings that are 40 minutes long. But uh, I appreciate you hopping on with me, man. You had a lot to say. It's been – you seem like a very knowledgeable guy. You know, good luck with your draft process. I'm, I'm going to be rooting for you. Hopefully I get to buy winning jerseys one day. <laughs> yes, sir. I'll send you a sign one about that. <laughs> oh, man, that means the world. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, Glad to uh, spread some knowledge and my experiences. Appreciate that. Thank you. For sure. All right, man. Take care. Have a good evening. Be safe. All that stuff. Yes, sir. Thank you. Talk to you later. Yes, sir. Big, big thank you to Mike for hopping on the pod with me today. He had a lot of great things to say. Really smart guy. Really knows his stuff, uh, specialist-wise and, um, you know, academic-wise. He's really on top of things. He's a real smart guy. Um, You know, I do these episodes to try to get some – overall to try to get more exposure to um, what it's like being a specialist, especially at the collegiate level or higher level. And um, uh, But, you know, I'm always uh, here listening and seeing if I can learn anything too. And Mike definitely – uh, helped me learn a lot today, especially about my steps. You know, recently, I've been that's all I've been doing is working on my steps, and I can definitely attribute most of that to uh, Mike. So, you know, big thank you to him once again. I wish him nothing but the best. Hopefully, I'm going to see him in the NFL one day, and I get to buy his jersey. So, uh, if you enjoyed the pod today, just make sure you like it for me. So I know you liked it. Like I said in the intro, follow me so you can uh, know when the next one's coming out. And uh, take care and brush your hair. <laughs>